1: promo code bubble
2: all right let's do this we're getting there a lot of moving parts welcome to the Anna Hummel show somewhat of an abbreviated show well, i usually go for about an hour we'll go for probably just about that maybe no just under that I am gonna get out um, on time. by on time, I mean early so that I don't get yelled at because that is the worst. Really nothing incites panic inside of me more than bubba being pissed, like me missing a deadline or waiting for someone, you know, to send me something so I can post it. If I know my name is on the line and it's my responsibility, I start to panic. I can't focus on anything else. I will leave the gym. I will get up during a meal. I don't care what it is. Just anything to make the boss man it's not even happy. It's just not mad. If I can avoid the anger and the ire of Bubba the Love Sponge, I will do everything in my power to do that. Um, you know, it, it's it's beyond just like a sense of disappointment. It's that I mean you catch Bubba in the wrong mood on the wrong day um, and maybe he has or hasn't taken his pills. It depends. Sometimes it can make him more irritable, you know, when he like he has less room for tolerance. But other times, if you were asking a favor likely and inclined to say yes, which is great. Oh, Neil Mount Pleasure 999 on the super chat. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, fasting coach down 55 pounds. Guys, I have been getting lots of emails, lots of messages, not so much, maybe a little bit on Instagram, not so much, uh, but mostly emails. You guys, you guys found me, you are contacting me, you are sharing your stories of success of trial. I have yet to get a message from someone that says, hey, I tried this not eating thing and it really backfired. Um, I'm fatter now than ever. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, and I know, uh, I mean, besides the fact of the beyond the like, obviously, if you're not eating, you're losing weight because you're not consuming any calories, like beyond that, uh, just trying to explain a little bit of the of the science of why it's it's so beneficial for the body. And again, I always, when people ask me, I got, I'll keep his um, identity confidential and anonymous, but I had someone reach out to me, a fan yesterday, not of me, of the show, relax, um, and ask about the intermittent fasting, and they're like, what should I do, da-da-da. And it, I always like to be very clear that it is not, for everyone there are certain people that it's probably not if you are an anorexic and you're you're you you intermittent fast all the time you know I probably wouldn't recommend it for you if you are someone that needs to put on weight if you are a pregnant woman although again let me disclaimer uh not a doctor um, I mean, is intermittent fasting even healthy for pregnant women? I would say it depends on the woman. Like, if losing weight would make you a healthier person and be better inclined to carry the baby to term in a healthful way, I would suggest that maybe it is beneficial for you to intermittent fast. Um, I know labor is called labor because it's very labor intensive so if you can get yourself in a healthier state i don't think it's an excuse for yeah i've never been pregnant no i'm not a not a doctor but I, I would i would i would say that you probably should keep moving through your pregnancy to the best of your ability you know obviously as you get uh later in the pregnancy you, you probably can't be doing the same shit you did a few months before um, you know, high impact movement, probably want to stay away from. But I mean, I think you should be moving and grooving and stretching and doing as much as you can, basically up until the point you give birth. Again, I need to clarify and reiterate, not a doctor, but just as a human being, that's what's healthy to do. So, you know, gentle moving or whatnot. Um, as for intermittent fasting, I mean, the shit works. It's free. You know, that's the main thing is that it's it's all available to you for free. And it's interesting because the psychology of intermittent fasting, if I can call it that, because I feel like there's some psychology in terms of motivation and discipline. um, Sometimes it's harder for people to do things like you have to go to the gym, you have to exert extra energy and effort to do something And then there's the, you know, the discipline it takes to not do something, which is to eat, not eat or to not eat certain foods or something. It's the denial aspect. I find that that's usually harder for me is like I can go make myself do hard things. It's when I have to restrict myself or deny myself like it's. Similar in terms of willpower, but for some reason, like denying myself takes more mental effort than like going and forcing myself to go. Like, I feel like I can muscle through things, but if I really am craving something or really want to do something, it takes a lot more effort for me to say no, for me to abstain. So um, for some of you, I'm sure intermittent fasting kind of falls into the latter category. Brian from Philly, um, $10 on the Super Chat, says, uh, just stop eating fatties. Um, That's great. I'm glad we have an uh, emotional support intermittent fasting group led by Brian from Philly, who says, you know, just stop eating fatties. That's always um, very helpful. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. I know that there's big debate among psychologists or people who are on TikTok who claim to, you know, know everything about psychology and human and adolescent and childhood development and they say, "Oh, you know, fat shaming doesn't work." I'm like, eh, "Sometimes it does. Sometimes it fucking does. When someone tells you, you know, you, you look terrible, you shouldn't eat that. Listen, it'll probably cause psychological problems. That is probably undeniable. But again, sometimes people get motivated by uh negative feedback. I know I do. I get motivated by positive feedback, but I I think most people get really motivated by negative feedback because we I feel like we're drawn to stay away from bad things more than we're drawn to things that are are good for us, you know, which is sad because when someone offers you a compliment like, oh, you look really good, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, that feels good. But it fades. It, it fades pretty quickly. Like you can't you need that validation on a more regular basis Whereas when someone tells you something like you're fat or they make fun of you, that shit sticks with you for life. Like, I'm sure we can all remember times where we were bullied or someone made fun of us. You know, I mean, I was called on it with lobes when I was carpooling to sixth grade as I would try to funnel into this a uh, minivan by a, a man who was a teacher at the school he was also my neighbor and he would pick me up on the way to school as well as a bunch of other kids who went to lincoln middle school in vista california and i would have to be sandwiched in the, between these two people with my fucking giant french horn and i was 11 years old and i was also just like a bigger person i'm basically the same size i am right now at 11 So that's like almost giant status. And with just a giant French horn and frizzy hair and braces and big lobes. And there was this guy named Blaine Todd, who was a piece of shit. Don't know where he is now. Don't care if he's dead, whatever. He would, he was one of the neighborhood kids. And he called me on with the lobes, like maybe once or twice. And how old am I? 36. So you do the math. Uh, 25 years later. Still very crisp in my memory. So, you know, it, unfortunately, we're really motivated by things. Not that I can like work out and my lobes will get smaller, but, um, you know, we, w- those negative comments seem, uh, unfortunately, seem to stick with us a lot longer and they're far more impactful than things that are said to us that are, are positive. You know, uh, good girl or good job on her. You did great. You know, I mean, I have pockets of memories where i i remember getting accolades but really the ones that cut the deepest and make the most impact on your on your life as an adolescent and 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 therefore as an adult are are really the negative things things that people made fun of you for the things people said you couldn't do but fuck the haters right i hate saying that it's so lame because like I mean, I have haters, but, like, it, it, they're just people that don't like me. It's not like they're like, you are incapable. Like, no one tells me that. People are just like, you're ugly. I hate you. Your opinion sucks. But it's really nothing to do with my, uh, like, value or abilities. You know, it's not like I'm a basketball player and they're like, you can't win the championship. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, how am I going to really prove the haters wrong? Just... I don't know. Keep doing what the fuck. Like, I'm going to make you like me more. No, that's not. That's never the goal. Oh, shit. Mike Thurlman 49 99 <laughs> I'm making some money. I'm making some motherfucking money on this show for the Uh, number two on the show. Not five or six plus the new hair does look great. Thank you very much mike thank you oh bright farm jones island oh shit i didn't mean to overlook you sir uh 1999 bright farm um i believe you called in and uh about about your wife and we wish her speedy recovery i'm not sure if you mentioned that that you have COVID. i hope you don't that that sucks but um I always feel bad like offering anything medical advice related because number one, not qualified. Number two, I'm sitting right next to Dr. Dan. So it seems silly to even open up my stupid mouth. But sometimes I'm just like, ah. I mean, can the bitch breathe like that? Like if you were to call me and be like, Anna, you know, what do you think I should do on a Dr. Hummel? If I'm a doctor, I'd be like, uh, can the bitch breathe? You're like, yeah, she doesn't feel well. I'd be like, eh walk it off. I don't know. That's what I would say. I would, I would, I try to stay clear of everything except Xanax. But anyways, that's just me. I think that the less medicine we put in our bodies, the better, you know, not to get all fucking, uh, holistic on your ass. Cause I really, I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a weird spot because like, I I don't want to consider myself to be a holistic person. That seems weird because I'm not really a spiritual person. But I do, uh, I would encourage people to try to heal themselves and prevent illness through, um, you know, natural herbal remedy ways before they turn to pharmaceuticals. I don't think, the more I'm learning about pharmaceuticals, it just makes me mad. Even the stuff that is like, repurposed and listen there is some shit that like you need to take you know if you have like a really bad uh, infection and you need to take some antibiotics fine like I really don't have an issue with big pharma when it comes to acute issues right you have an infection even though a lot of people are way overtaking antibiotics and that's fucking them up too and making you know you resistant to other shit that you shouldn't be Uh, I mean, you're not. um, It uh, it, it makes the strains more resistant because you should only be taking them sparingly. But the more that you take it, you grow tolerance to it and then they stop working. And also it just destroys your gut microbiome because you got to think your gut microbiome is made up of all these good gut bugs which are bacteria, good bacteria, that you know take the food that you eat and turn it into energy and help with mitochondrial uncoupling. But we're not going to get into that right now because that's a little bit too far in the weeds, okay? We won't get into that. But, yeah, antibiotics are overprescribed, or I should say overused, because a lot of times you just kind of keep them in your cabinet, and every time you have an issue, you take them. Not a great idea. But a- anything that's like a- acute and you want to take medicine for, Whatever. But shit that's, like, chronic, that you are just, like, on this medication for life. Now, I'm sure many of you can call in and go, I need this medication, this uh, anti-rejection medication, otherwise I'll die. Obviously, don't listen to me, whatever. But even those medications, even those medications, those, uh, you know, I remember my dear, dear friend, Little Wilbur's Afterbirth. Dear, dear friend. See you tonight, Hum Sauce. Thank you. And thank you so much for the uh the cooler. That was a very, very thoughtful gesture. I, I appreciate it. If I can say you, uh, Craig, appreciate it very much. Um oh no, what was he saying? Something about pharmaceuticals and how they they have oh yeah, my dear friend SBK, right? Now, once upon a time, SBK and I used to be friends. I wouldn't say close friends, but we were we were cordial. I appreciated him. I thought he was very funny. I remember one time I was asked to rank the funniest people at The Bone when I worked there. And even before Johnny B., who is a bona fide, hilarious stand-up comedian in Tampa Bay, um, I said that SBK was the funniest guy on The Bone. You know, uh, funnier than anybody on The Morning, Afternoon, da, da. Drew, whatever, I was just like, SBK is fucking hilarious. And he always makes me laugh every time I listen to him. And I had a a real fondness for SBK. I remember when he first got his own show on The Bone. I went out of my way to really congratulate him. Um, I mean, that all took a turn for the worst when he accused me of being a racist, which was cute. Hey! Which was cute. That's what I just said. Sorry, my mic dropped. Uh, Literally, it dropped. That wasn't a, you know pun or anything but uh yeah i sbk i remember had a for those that don't know had a kidney um wasn't even i guess this is a kidney transplant i learned somewhat recently like in the last two years that if you get a kidney from somebody else right so i get a kidney from uh, bubba or let's say jay jay's like the healthiest person on the show if i get a kidney from jay they don't take out my bad kidney. They just stick a new one in me. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, and then after that, I think you have to be on anti-rejection medication for the rest of your life, conceivably. I don't know if it's like this in every case. I'm sure it's probably more likely to be the case when you're unrelated to the person. I think the closer the match to your DNA, the, the better it will probably be received by your body. Don't know this for sure. But I'm assuming that's kind of how it goes. Um, And I remember asking SBK about the anti-rejection medication. He's like, yeah, it's got a lot of horrible side effects and it it eventually kills you. Or he said something like that. And I went, what the fuck? I'm like, it kills you. He goes, yeah, you like eventually die from this uh, anti-rejection medication or it, maybe maybe it wasn't die maybe he was being a bit hyperbolic i don't know or maybe it does I, I i'm not quite sure but he says that you know it it allows you to live longer than you would if you didn't take it so i'm like man that just seems to be a horrible um you know set of options it's like you you get this new kidney or whatever or maybe new heart liver whatever the case may be and you uh, you either die because you don't take the medication afterwards or you take the medication as horrible side effects and those side effects eventually kill you. So I've really been learning a lot about pharmaceuticals and um, how much I, I, I hate them. I, I'm so angry at it. And again, it's mostly for the chronic issue stuff. Because, listen, sometimes you need antibiotics. Sometimes you need antiviral whatever But when you're on something that is designed for you to stay on it forever, that's when I start saying, "Mm, I don't know about that one. Can we fix this another way? But I also know that I'm going to say Americans, but, you know, let's just say Westerners. Let's make it a bit more broad. Are so fucking lazy oftentimes because our environment is just based on you know, what we call Amazon Prime culture or what I, you know, I've heard people call it that just instant gratification. You know, we don't want to work hard. We don't want to really change our lifestyle. We want to eat the, you know, garlic knots and do all the things. We don't want to stop drinking. We don't want to stop drinking alcohol or the sugars or whatever your vice is. We don't want to stop doing that. So we'd rather just take a pill because that's easier. Ugh. Um, I, I don't know. I, uh, not a fan of it. And I feel like there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? Even when we talk about taxes and reparations and uh, you get free money from the government, it's like, it's not though, unless they print it, but then that causes other problems like inflation. So at the end of the day, you suffer. Yeah, you you suffer either way. So, um, just know that usually the easy way there is no easy way it seems is what I'm learning not saying I'm that old and that wise although some people would say I'm old and you know not wise but whatever I I've learned that there's really just no such thing as a free lunch and when someone tries to market something as such uh, I think that's when your little feeler should go up and you go hmm I don't think so there's the catch where's the Where's the cost? Where do I have to pay for this, quote, free lunch? Because it just seems like it's too easy. Are there side effects? Is it really costly? Is it going to fuck me up in the future? What are the consequences? Like, there's always something. And usually, sometimes doing the hardest thing, A, I find to be more rewarding because you feel like you either earned it or... You know, when when you change your habits with anything—spending, eating, any sort of gluttonous move—and I don't just mean that in terms of food, but anything that, where you're, you're just doing it a poor job, too much time on social media, whatever the case may be. Like you're you're spending, for example, like say you're you're a chick, you're 14 years old, you're spending tons of time on social media. You hate your life because you're like, wow, I'm not Susie, I'm not Kelly, I'm not Camden, I'm not this person, I'm not that person, and you keep comparing your life to theirs. And you get really depressed, you get really sad, and mom notices you're sad. And so she takes you to the sad doctor, and the sad doctor says, why don't you take some SSRIs? Why don't you take some Prozac? Why don't you take some Zoloft? Now you're on Prozac, now you're on Zoloft, you know, and they got their own side effects. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Maybe you you grow some, you know, uh, tolerance to that. Now you instead of taking 20 milligrams, now you're taking 40. And then you just they just keep you on that for the rest of your life because you're told, hey, you got you've been diagnosed with depression, and depression's bad. And so you need to take these pills to make you better, but they don't make you better. They maybe take the edge off the symptoms, but they really don't get at the root of the cause. Now, if Sue, so, you know, let's just say uh, Lisa's mom, the affected teenager, said, hey, uh, maybe you should get your fat ass up and join the track team and stop spending so much goddamn time on social media, you wouldn't hate your life so much. And guess what happens? Lisa gets on the track team, starts running, stops spending time on social media, starts feeling good about herself. Now she has some self-esteem, her depression subsides, and everything's fine, and she never had to take a pill. So I encourage you, you know, not that I'm... I feel like I'm such this big advocate for health and it's weird. It's like I am, but not for the right reasons. It's not because I really care about the people. It's that I'm really mad about all the shit that's going on with big pharma. So you, for me being healthy is like an act of subversion. Like it's an act. It's like a, it's like two birds to the fucking system is what that is, is it's like, fuck, you, government. Fuck you, big pharma. I don't need your help. I don't need your fucking medical care. I don't need your nothing. I don't want your pills. I don't want anything from you because you do not have my best interest.
1: My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a 3 month plan I can afford this? How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged but it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text and data for $15 a month say bye bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean I'm talking jaw dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month all plans come with high speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com. Ford slash Bubba, forty five dollars upfront payment required, equivalent to fifteen a month. New customers on first three month plan only. Speed slower above forty gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
3: Man, that sunset
1: is
2: gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset—hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in.
3: Oh, burger time! So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000
2: just waiting for you. I
3: could stay here forever.
2: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. At heart, you just want to make money. You just want to make profits. So when I think about that, it makes me really mad. And then it acts together be like fuck you to It's for me to get healthy and never rely on that shit so that's why it's not that I really care about your health it's more that I'm just really angry at how the system is set up and in, and a way for us to not be on the teat of the government or big pharma or big medicine or whatever you want to call it medical devices whatever is to be just like fucking ready for that zombie apocalypse you know like when people ask me, what am I, what am I training for? You know, cause sometimes I go, I go pretty hard. I, the, I'm i just like tomorrow's workout. I'm fucking just training for low. There's no, there's no triathlon. There's no marathon. There's no, there's no 10 K, maybe a 5 K in my future. I might do the hot chocolate run. We'll see. But I'm really not training for anything other than just fucking longevity, bitch. And that I don't have to be relying on the government because that shit makes me mad. And that makes me feel like I'm some little kid that I can't figure it out on my own and I need big daddy government to come in and, and save me from myself. Which is weird because even though I am so anti the government and the health thing and they don't give a shit about you, like, I also think that you should be able to eat whatever the fuck you want. Like, if you want to put, you know, because I know in, in some countries, I think like Singapore, they have limitations on how much sugar you can put in a drink, And stuff like that. And I also think that's bogus. Like, I don't want the government telling me I can't have, you know, 50 grams of sugar in a soda. That makes me mad, too. I want the option to do it. But I also want, like, the um, mental fortitude to be like, nah, I'm good. It's weird. It's really weird. I just want the government out of my fucking life. Let me do what I want to do. But also, you know... Don't don't try to act like you are this overarching agency, know it all power that has figured it out for the people that you serve. Cause guess what? The government is just made up of people. And those people don't give a fuck about you. They give a fuck about them and putting money in their pockets. And I fucking respect that hustle. I respect that shit. I used to get like angry. You know, you get angry, like, oh, the rich, the poor, oh, it's not fair. It's like, you know what? Life's not fair. Fucking accept that shit. Underst- I can understand greed. I am greedy. You are greedy. Everybody is greedy. Everybody wants more than they have. That's you know. People get so mad. They're like, "Oh, Bezos is so greedy. Gates is so greedy." I am like, "So are you?" Whoa, whoa! whoa. If if you are making all that fucking money, you'd think you'd be like, "Nah, I'm, I don't, I've I have had enough." No, you take more. You want more. That's just how we're you know biologically designed. Um. So I I don't get mad at the player. Or the game. I just take responsibility for myself. I understand that, you know, people are trying to make money. And I can uh, appreciate that hustle. But I don't have to buy the product. You know, if, if they're selling me metformin because, like, hey, you don't have to f- change what you're eating. You could j- be just, you know, diabetic, pre-diabetic. This will help control your blood sugar or whatever, your insulin levels. That's fine. You don't have to change what you're eating. I go, no, fuck you. I see what you're selling is the easy way out. I'm not going to take it. But like fuck, I respect your hustle. I, I, I respect the hustle for people that sell shit, especially and they just kinda like bamboozle a bunch of people. And, or you know, into thinking that, you know, oh my god, they have this knowledge that nobody else has. That's that's why I'm always like really reticent to I've been thinking about, you know, not starting a business, not really, but like, you know, I'm like, okay, I know some shit about some shit. Like, how can I provide service to people and make money? Like, those thoughts have crossed my mind. And then I I have, like, imposter syndrome. Like, who do I think I am to offer services that other people, like, can't just fucking Google? I don't know. Like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Be a life coach? By the way, coaching is such a—I'm trying to think if I know any coaching. Not like Dr. Dan coaching. Uh, He does that as a volunteer. But, you know, like the life coaching— the, uh, I don't know, new diet coaching, like uh, fitness coaching. I think it's, I don't want to say it's like all a scam, but kind of like personal trainers fine because they, you, they show you things. But I think the goal of the personal trainer, I mean, if you're rich, whatever you're Kardashian, you just like someone to yell at you and that gets you motivated. Fine. But if, if the intention is to learn something, all right, you get a few sessions, you learn how to work a few machines and and then you do your thing. Uh, I, again, I I probably wouldn't do that, which is why I don't I was thinking about becoming a personal trainer. And then I'm like, why would anyone want to personal train with me when they could just go on YouTube and, and figure it out for themselves? But not everyone's built like I am. So I understand that. But coaching, I've looked into this like it is to me. It's like such a it's a scam, uh, or but not because people who do it find value in, you know, in their coaches. But it's like, what is this fucker telling you that you couldn't figure out on your own? But maybe that's where, you know, my, my high IQ comes in, so who knows? Uh, hello, who's this?
0: Hey on a humble brother, it's not Tampateri, not up here in Nova Scotia, dude. It's it's Joe, it's Holyoke. Joe, what's up? Hey, good guess. I knew you'd get me. I've been practicing that intro. I it was pretty
2: good, but I was body. like, Ah, it's Joe.
0: But I, I was talking I talk a lot with Tampateri. We were going back and forth about intros and we were talking about his intro yesterday and stuff and so I had to do it today, and it was more of a shout-out to him, more of a paying homage than it was anything bad. But that's not why I called. Why I called was to talk about intermittent fasting, shopping. Oh, right? wonderful. Yeah, so it's not the usual conversation. It's not how much weight I've lost. It's not how many inches I've lost. It's not any of that. I mean, there's a lot of good numbers that go along with it. Sure. Like, for like my number one thing and why I'm calling is because of my blood sugar. Okay. Ironically, were just talking about blood sugar and diabetes and whatnot. Yeah. Now, before I started intermittent fasting, my blood sugar was up in the high 200s. It was going from 220 to 250, made its way up in the 300s, and that so was mean that's really
2: high. I really don't even know. Go ahead. Oh, that yeah. So 100 is your
0: goal, and I've been told right. 150 was good. And then my my visiting nurse tried telling me that 200 was good for me. Yeah. But when I was in the hospital, 150 was our optimal. They wouldn't feed me until they tested it, and if it was 150, then I could eat. Okay. So that's, that's what we did in the hospital. Now, I started this intermittent fasting thanks to you, 100%. I give all credit to you, 100%. Like when I I'll talk to it. my doctors and stuff, yeah. I know it sounds funny, like, yeah. oh, who's on a homo, but I'm going to give credit where it's due because I never knew anything about intermittent fasting before you. Right. As soon as you spoke about it, I jumped in and it was really easy. So I know it's not easy for everybody. It was really easy and Good. now it's even easier.
2: Yeah. But it gets now easy my quick. Sugars,
0: yeah. Now my blood sugars are like one hundred and three, one hundred and thirty three yesterday. Like That's fantastic. Always un- yeah, always under one fifty. My insulin intake is down. Like Yeah. It's just it's it's unreal. And I give and I got to report that to the doctor this week and the doctor had nothing to say back. Now like, all right, well what you need to do is like
2: yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah. Prove is in the pudding. You know, it, it like, really is. That, I- Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. No, you I want to hear you. Oh Jesus,
2: that scares the shit out of me. It's just Macho Man. Okay, good. I go you know, I know, but I forgot that that's the thing. Okay, go ahead.
0: Oh boy, Macho's in the house. I see him back there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's the, here's the deal. I gotta ask the question. It's not a heat getter, but I just gotta ask. So when intermittent fasting comes up and and y'all are discussing it on the show, you never mention me ever. Now I get plenty of mentions. I could give less shit less. I don't want to ever hear my name. It's not. It's fine. Yeah. What I'm talking about is. When you list all the people that have done the fasting, I was the first one to jump on. I'm talking about it, giving you updates about it every week. Yeah, and then I hear like you just forget. like
2: I it's not that I forget. I get a lot of heat when I bring you up sometimes, which listen, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you you're right you're right because I uh, immediately because you know what it is a lot of the people that I remember more so with the intermittent fasting deal are people I've met in person that come up to me like Brian from Philly and a few others so I, I remember those conversations because I can see their face like I'm I'm a very visual person and I've never seen you in the flesh and blood. So I it's 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 less top of mind but I do apologize. you ever
0: see a picture of me Anna?
2: Well, I've seen pictures of you but that's really not the same as an in-person conversation. Th- those really really solidify memories for me. So when I of when course, I yeah, so when I see people and I talk to people and like, you know, uh Justin Nash is telling me about it or Brian from Philly is telling me about it or a few others are telling me about it, I I see their face and we're having this conversation and so it always just like it comes top of mind so i do apologize you are you are og don't, don't
0: apologize i'm saying you probably see the weight loss too so it's not just that you see them and you know them but you maybe seen them and then you see them six months later and you're like oh my god yeah is not so much brian from it's philly so because
2: i think i only knew him when he was quite thin and great job big red he says 24 hour fasting here i'm like get it motherfucker nice. um great job big yeah red. that's fantastic Rob, that's that's great uh, but like, for example, Justin Nash is a great example. Cause I knew Justin before he started doing it and he was never like giant, but he was like a bigger boy. And then all of a sudden motherfuckers like getting leaner. I'm going to see him tonight. Um, last time I saw him was at the Tarpons game, uh, back in, was it August? I don't even remember. But I saw him, he looked great, and he had, like, new shoes. You could just tell, like, people's swag changes when they start losing weight, looking better for whatever reason. They start wearing nicer clothes, nicer watches. Like, they just want to like they just feel better they want to like flaunt their shit more and and when you feel good you want to dress better i mean not well, me, you but you
0: know what Every, everybody says when you look great. good you feel good right but i think it's the same on the flip if you feel good you look good too you go out look good
2: yeah yeah so, so that, that's good stuff bubba said that justin that. yeah lost even more weight and he's really fucking dialed it in and i will be seeing him tonight so i i can't wait to see to see uh you know the 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 improvements so Good for everybody that does it. I may have planted the seed, but really, it was it was you guys that that did the work, that did the legwork. So don't don't give me too much credit. I will take it though, but don't give me too much credit. Yeah,
0: but, but you gotta understand, I would have known nothing about it, and it, it, if it came from any other source, if I read about it on the internet or mm-hmm. whatever else, if I've read a story on it and then kept it moving, I would have had no motivation to right. listen. I was starving already because I had no care. So my mother and I were already laying in bed with nobody to help us with food. Oh, shit. so I was already starving. I was basically already fasting. I just didn't have a name on it. Right now I put a reason behind it, and it's a challenge. Like my mother, she uh, she got a Carvel ice cream cake. I don't know if oh, you ever had one. Fuck of those. yeah,
2: those with the little crunchies in the middle. Oh, oh god, so good. So she asked me I <laughs> oh, I to know. To They're so damn was, good.
0: This was, this was this was eight o'clock at night, and I said, and then my aunt like, you should take a little spoonful, and I'm like. No, because Bubba was just talking about it in the morning yeah. about how he was tempted, and then he said no because if I if I just take one bite, I'm still breaking my fast. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not going to do it. And then I listened to Bubba in my in my head, and I said yes,
2: I'm not going to do it. Nope. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what do you mean no? I said nope, no cake.
2: So, yeah, and that so builds that confidence. That and and what's great nah. about what's great about that when you and again denying yourself too much can can go in the in a in the bad in a bad direction. And I know that from. You know, 1st experience where you deny, you deny, you deny, and then suddenly you binge. Sometimes that happens. But honestly, when you when you start to learn to say no to things, it builds a lot of confidence, mostly because you know you can trust yourself, right? Because a lot of times we we'll go, I'm not going to do that, you know, but then once the Carvel cake is right in front of you and you see mom enjoying it, you go, fuck and, and then and then everything unravels but if you can stick to your guns and you said I did it I know I could do it I know I can do it again that builds trust within yourself and I feel like that is often like the the root cause of self-esteem like that will really give you self-esteem if you know that you can trust yourself and you have enough self-control and enough self-discipline so
0: hell yeah yep. I pride myself my, my stick to it and my willpower, because like when I when I wanted to smoke my last cigarette, I only I never smoked cigarettes. I only smoked cigarette for a year when mm. I did coke, but you know a uh, cigarette after coke, coke was pretty delicious. R-I-P. R-I-P. Drip. Yeah. So you know mm. I got into Newport's a little bit, and I'm like, what am I doing? Like this is such a waste of money. This stinks. Like it's horrible for your health. People hate you because you stink. It is all bad. There's yeah, it's no a disgusting habit. It. So I said, this is my last cigarette. I enjoyed my last drag. I threw yeah. it down, I never had another cigarette. Same thing with drinking. I was having a Corona at the casino. Where they're free, and I was halfway through the beer, and I said, "This is gross. Like alcohol is gross." And then it makes you feel like shit, and then you wake up in the next morning feeling like shit. And your whole next day's ruined, and you're out money. Yeah. So like, it's all fucking stupid ideas, and I'm, it's so easy to just stay off the shit. Well, but I pray for people that have a harder time. Right. You know?
2: Again, I think it's it's important to, to sometimes indulge. But m- more likely than not, you, you should be sticking to your, your healthy routine. But you should pepper know, in some, some fun it? stuff sometimes. I a question a chance. So I just
0: wanted to ask you. Real I, quick. Would it be okay if I publicly accredited Nick the Gun Guy for this amazing Joe the Supermarket exclusive Hulkamadia font koozie that I got? That's just
2: it's, Is just it a Yeti or a koozie?
0: Perfect? Well, I don't know. I, to me, it's a koozie because it holds a can. It's a Yeti, but doesn't Yeti make war things? Oh, uh,
2: okay. Money? Yeah, yeah. You could post it. I'll repost it. Is that what you're asking me to do? No, no, no. Not
0: even post. I'm just talking about right here publicly. I just want to. Oh, say, yeah. Hey, Go ahead. Thank you, Nick, the gun guy. I want to say thank you, Brian from Philly, because he's he's become an amazing friend. Good. And just all the honor army or the honor air. Oh, Corps don't be saying that shit.
2: That'll get me in trouble. No, 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 on Air Force. On Air Force. Let's just, let's just leave my, my name <clears throat> out your mouth. All right, Joe, thank you so much. I'm sure you'll be, uh, we'll see you tonight, Rumble, 8 p.m. Also, by the way, thank you, Joe. Appreciate you. God bless.
0: i um, sauce, Full effect. God bless.
2: God bless. Um, Before I forget, and I won't forget, well, I got about 10 minutes left. Uh, Dion Sanders will be on with Bubba at 1.15 p.m. Eastern time on the Rumbles on the YouTubes, on the Facebooks, on everything. So make sure you watch that live. I know that I will be as I'm on the motherfucking treadmill, doing my shit, watching this interview. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for Bubba. That's so cool that he can call Deion Sanders a friend and not only a friend, but a friend of 29 years. Like that's going to be a really, really cool interview. And I am, even me who doesn't give a f- Talk about sports because it's so boring. Um, even me, I'm excited for the Deion Sanders interview. Uh, so make sure that you tune in for that. And of course, Bubble 199 with Hum Sauce, that's me. On the ones and twos on the decks tonight. It, it's gonna be a packed house. We got a lot of people. At first I thought we weren't gonna have anybody because we weren't really talking about you know who's gonna be here, but it sounds like it's all the heavy hitters. And they're all going to be here uh, making burgers, making hot dogs, and then we'll enjoy some great musics uh, from uh, the hands of moi. So it's going to be a good times. So make sure you tune in for that. So, a lot of stuff for you today. A lot of stuff for you to bring you into the weekend. Hello, who's this?
3: Hi, Anna. It's Goldie.
2: Hey, it nice uh, love Zanal, right?
3: Huh? No, gold egg layer. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought That's you said right. granny. I was thinking Are you a granny. Cancer, lives am I what? Cancer. Do you're, I have you're cancer?
3: Hospital. You're not.
2: Did you ask me my astrological sign, or did you ask me yeah. if I have cancer?
3: <laughs> no, I, I would know better than ask okay. that. Okay, I
2: um, I am neither. I uh, I'm I'm cancer free, so far as I know, and also. Uh, no, I'm not a cancer. I don't know anything about astrology. So explain to me why why you asked me that question.
3: Uh because cancer horoscope says you're determined to start a new life and get into business.
2: Oh yes. Uh, is that my horoscope yeah. like today or is that today. my horoscope yeah. like well,
3: always? Mer- Mercury just left it's at retrograde movement. Oh, Jesus. Yesterday. I've never
2: been so. a man into astrology before. This is this well, is new territory. I have
3: a lot of friends, you know, girls girlfriends that are they always point out these things to me, mm. so now, can't help but learn.
2: Right, uh, learning is a interesting word to use. Now, would you say that any <sighs> of the any of the predictions that they make have been correct when they talk about astrology? I feel
3: this month has. I mean, I I took a spill uh, Sunday. I lost my keys. the The day before, I lost my wallet. Fortunately, the uh, bouncer found it.
2: What do you mean so, a spill? Like you fell down or just bad things have been yeah. happening?
3: Yeah, I, I clipped the fence on my bike and went down.
2: Oh, shit. Okay.
3: Uh, shit is right, yeah. yeah. I was just wondering, also, um, I was wondering if I answer ask other questions.
2: Yes, please.
3: Uh, by the way, I haven't been able to... I've reached out to Blitz, but give him my best if you say hi to him. I will. Do you, ever, do you guys ever think about streaming on X? I mean... There's really good potential on there. Uh, I, I would suggest you guys try it a little bit. Okay yeah. also, do you personally do any social media like TikTok or anything to make money? No,
2: out? I don't do anything. I pretty much Why quit not? I quit social media. I well I've recently reactivated my Facebook, but uh, again, that's mostly just so I could see what's going on and around Tampa Bay. Um, but for about six months I deleted my or deactivated my Facebook. I don't go on my personal Instagram. I use Twitter sparingly, just because it's easy to send videos to Bubba when, you know, right. current events or something like that. But no, I am other than the Bubba Army Instagram, I do not do social media at all. Oh, I, I find it to be
3: just bad. poison. I for
2: poison. I, I know, but there's also a lot of information literally everywhere else that I find uh, more useful and and less addictive. And uh yeah, it's just it it's rotting my brain. I'd rather I, I'm trying to incorporate this thing called reading into my life like reading a book so that's been a new thing for me that I've brought back so
3: uh, what are you what are you wearing tonight? do you have any idea?
2: Now it's getting creepy uh, I, I don't know it's not creepy I'm just
3: dressed nicer and working better um, no I mean.
2: I'm just uh I'm not wearing any I'm just Casual. Um, you know me, I'm a casual Usually
3: gal. Ladies, like, plan out their outfits. That's why I
2: asked. Yeah, well, not this lady. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> I'm wearing. I'll probably just, like, shorts and a tank top or something like that. But especially with the DJ thing, it's hard to, like, yeah, I can't be wearing, like, wedges or something trying to get down with it. So probably tennis shoes, way, Don- shorts, and By tank. By
3: the way, Donkey Chief says hi. Dr. Chief? I just to check your sushi. <laughs> oh, um, fuck that.
2: You, why did you remind ha- me have that?
3: you heard? Have you heard the March Creek 911 call yet?
2: The Merch Creek 911 call. I, I'm i probably the last to hear it, but I uh, know I've just seen the video. Yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Well, I have. Okay. I don't know why Bubba hasn't played it.
2: I don't know, but I feel like we shouldn't be talking about it, so have a great
3: All right. Well, I just want to give a little shout out, and I'll let you, because I'm sure your phone lines are packed and you want to go. They
2: are super I packed.
3: I to tell everybody how much I miss Red Beard.
2: Yes. Uh,
3: the guy, I love him, and a lot of people do.
2: Now, can you—actually, can, can you help me with this? Uh, did Redbeard have any, like, family that we could send?
3: Son, Son father, the father— his Okay. Ex-wife. His mother passed away of a different kind. All
2: of- right. I mean, if I could get some information as to where we could send and to who we could send a sympathy card to, that would be really helpful. Well, I did get they're, one. They're
3: having their, their memorial, is, I think, 23rd, but I can— I can send a link, somebody... um,
2: Just so I could send something, because I I got a card, but I didn't know, like, where or who to send it to, so...
3: You're talking about a specific address?
2: Yeah, like, should I send it to the Sun, should I send it to...
3: where's the memorial site set up. Well, he's he's from, uh, I think, Dearborn, so... Okay. I don't know, I mean, I can't... I can't flip it up right now because I'm on uh, the phone with you. Uh,
2: uh, all right. Well, if you could contact Lummy or something and, and or email me, whatever, that would be great. Um,
3: yeah. What's What's, what's the uh, – What's just can you tell me it quickly for everybody to uh,
2: – Just maybe like if show you... at uh, bubbaarmyradio.com. That would be great.
1: All right. Yep.
3: Bubbaarmyradio.com. Show at
2: – Show at bubba Ar- bubbaarmyradio.com. You have anything,
3: any questions you want to ask me?
2: No, no. Mm-mm. All right. Thank you. All
3: right. Well, good talking to TGIF. And, All right. Uh, have a great weekend, okay?
2: Bye. You too. Oh. Uh, hello, who's this? Anna, hi. Who's this? Hello. No, it's Flor- Florida Stanley. Oh, Florida Stanley. <laughs> oh, listen, I Florida record- Stanley. I re- I
0: record- listen, listen. I recorded audio uh, last night. I'm emailing it to John from Naples today. I have all the lyrics and the audio recorded, and I got the song, and uh, Johnson Naples already knows which song it is, and then he's going to chop it up and edit
1: it for
2: me. You know, I really tried to stand up for you, brother. You you know that, right? I know. I really tried, tried, and I got shit on for that. Just so Uh, you know, I really stuck my neck out for you, motherfucker. (laughs) I mentioned you in the song. Okay, Good because everyone else no. was oh, no, shitting me, on you I, and i was like this is a good guy he makes some dumb mistakes sometimes but he means well his intentions are pure i praise you in the song for doing that all right thank you i listen yeah, i appreciate worry. it i hope I to see you soon okay good yeah, yeah i like no, you florida okay. stanley all right <laughs> bye-bye or you get yourself in more fucking trouble I, I really did stand up for that man probably more than i should have but everyone was shitting on him and i said we got to give this fucker another chance man he's He's good, Bubba Army. He means well. Yeah, he gives you, you know, a present, like a gun, and then you get in trouble for it, for accepting it, whatever. But, like, he fucking means well, and intentions matter. At least they matter to me, I think. Okay? Uh, Deion Sanders is coming up. Probably going to need to head out soon, because I, I I just want to make sure that I give Bubba plenty of time to uh, to set up, to prep. You know, he's probably, you know, he mentioned being a little nervous about it. And I don't blame him. You know, it's it's like, yeah, it's an old friend. But this old friend has got this, you know, the, they're, they're the hot girl in town right now. and You don't want to fuck this up. You know, like you fucked up the time because you thought 1115 Mountain Time was uh, 915. You know, maybe if you were looking at the globe upside down, that would make sense. But you're not. Poor Bubba. And then you know you ask Bubba about it, and he gets mad at you. Yes, Anna. So I'm like, I'm just trying to make sure I get it right. Don't hate me. Anyways, make sure you tune in for the Dion Sanders interview. Hottest guy on the planet right now for good reason. Go, Buffaloes! And then tonight, of course, Bubba 199 on Rumble. The Bubba Army from eight to 10 p.m. with Hum Sauce. That's me on the ones and twos, breaking it down gonna be great night and your last day to qualify for barb for barb 2023 which is technically in 2024 but it is uh it is for the 2023 you know fiscal year hope to see you tonight we love you and of course god bless